Hello. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Blue Peter. Um Hi. We're uh we're in the we're in the back two we're in the back two episodes of uh, of the lighthouse and I thought I'd um because of that I, I thought I'd break the guitar out. Uh maybe we'll do a song later, who knows? <laughs> I hope your day's gone well. Oh, now now you get torture for the next few minutes. attempt the uh, chorus uh, that is one so that's Blackbird um, Beatles but I think it's mainly really it's just Paul um, and my guitar teacher my erstwhile guitar teacher uh, taught me that uh, we started learning it back in I think April 2020 maybe a bit later uh, and I always appreciate knowing it because it's you know it's it's very it's very pretty Um and it's 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 got that sort of nice. It's a bit of uh, it's a variation on sort of Travis picking, which I which I learned about. Um, but it's sort of a, a probably a better example. I can always do a G a lot a lot easier because my hand my hand stretches to a G very sort of very well, whereas some of the others like a C, as you might have heard earlier, it doesn't doesn't go so well, but. It's all um, thumb and uh, index finger? No, middle finger. And it's a good thing to, to sort of practice, you know, if, you're, if you really want get, to get proficient. It's just to sit there and practice. And it's, it's not something I've had the discipline to do as an adult. And it's really tricky, I think, as an adult... I've I've found discipline to be much harder to come by, and I'm finding it more and more uh, as I sit here uh, in in the biggest clothes that I've ever owned, um, and which is a you know not not a, the most pleasant of thoughts, um, you know in in and I've I've yeah I've I've been I've been unkind to myself recently over over that whole situation, but it's. Uh, it's tricky, um, but there is something there's in, in the last, uh, I was joking with some friends today about it being some sort of a midlife crisis. Oh, and I'm um, sorry uh, if you can hear the buzzing in the background. Um, uh, if I turn my, oh, actually, can I just, if I'm not, if I'm no longer playing, if I'm not playing for the moment, I might be able to just turn that off while we're recording without it uh, causing any problems. I think, yeah, I think that's done it. Okay. Uh, so, yes, I can still... The, the reason I was unsure is because I can still hear the buzzing, but that's for reasons. Uh, but it's it's caused by... Um, see, if I play it now, what you'll be hearing is just the um, the acoustic, you know, the, the unplugged version. 
whereas I still hear the full the full plugged in thing. Um, yeah, I was joking with some friends today about midlife crisis stuff, and um, I don't know, maybe this sort of sense of having having had one or having possibly experiencing one right now because I, the, the, I I remember. An episode of Clarissa Explains. I tell you what, sorry, I'm really enjoying. I'm sat here now. I'm getting into the. I'm getting into the the mode. I'm sat here. I'm leaning on the guitar like you do, you know, and it's quite nice. I'm just. I'm just leaning on the guitar, just having a chat with my friend. Um, hi, welcome to the lighthouse and the the, the the back couple of episodes for now. For now. Um, yeah, I remember an, an episode of Clarissa Explains It All, um, which for younger viewers was a TV program starring Melissa Joan Hart, who had two TV shows to her name that I recall. Uh, the second one being Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, and Clarissa Explains It All was, I sort of, I, I had a love-hate relationship with it, Um and mostly love, but there were some eye-rolling moments. Um, why did I bring that? Oh, I bring it up because I remember the dad. There being one episode where the dad had uh, was having a midlife crisis because I guess it was a it was a thing that the writers wanted to prepare kids for, uh, and I think it was said to have come around thirty-five. Back then, I mean, that was mm, thirty years ago. Uh, so with life expectancy having, uh, one would hope, uh, increased over the last 30 years, then I think we can push that back a little bit. Um, I mean, this this is the interesting thing. It's uh, So here's a weird, uh, like, time dilution, dilation, weird thing to, to contemplate. But if you extend your life... What happens to your midlife crisis? Do you have it? Does it, you know, has it already happened? Is it going to stretch with you? Um, it's almost as if it's just a construct that we, that we put on the world. But yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I haven't gone as far as, um, buying a sports car because I wouldn't know what to do with it. But I think there, I, I think there has been or, or, or possibly is, is having been had happened some sort of a change um i don't know but i i am acutely aware of this in a in a in in attention to discipline this sort of um yeah and because i find it hard to balance self-discipline with kindness because those for me those two things don't easily fit together and i think there's a way you can make those fit i i I absolutely think that that there is and it's just finding it's kind of just like finding the right tone of voice i think but my hope is i can get there because i would like to (laughs) have a bit more of that um and it's it's weird because it's not like there's been a listlessness um but i think maybe a sense of unmooredness unmooredness a sense of not being quite so sort of rooted i think i felt like i and i i think that's probably understandable given i was sort of rooted to a project you know for the last what since 20 
to, to the end of 2016, really we'll call it 2017. So for five years, I've been rooted to one project or another. And I'm sort of not now. I'm now back in sort of consultancy land. And I'm quite happy with that. Um, yeah. But it's, it's yeah, it's interesting. And, and yeah, certain discipline things are interesting. Now, another, another thing, uh, as it pertains to this program, is this conversation I was having with my friends, which I might talk about a lot today, because there's something that cut me deep today that, that sort of, um, I don't know, it hurt my feelings, um, which I feel I feel able to talk about because I I because I know one of the people who listen who's listening will hear this and will also not necessarily feel bad but feel, will feel compassion and it's something that I feel able to be able to have a conversation about um, because we're both eloquent human beings who can express ourselves well using our human words. Um, so we'll get to that. Um, but the, yeah, the other thing we were talking about is, so we did mid midlife crises, uh, and projects. And that was, so my friend was talking about this, this particular program and how I'm sort of, you know, look, looking at, at, uh, at calling it quits, uh, certainly for now. Um, and I sort of got a bit defensive, not like, not like prickly or anything, but I sort of, I found myself kind of wanting to explain myself and it was lovely to actually have the opportunity this time to put it into words to have caught that and then to go okay well let's use our human words um and so i so as as one of the other friends of the show will know i have this this you know this thing about ending projects whatever doesn't have to be podcasts, but it often is because I just podcast is what I do, right? It's just it's what I do. Um, but what I sort of realised today is I tend to finish things when they no longer meet my needs, or if if they no longer meet my needs, not when. Um, and you know, one of my needs, I think, with this was connection as is the case with so much of what I do. And this isn't a rebuke. This isn't a... This, the, the, the responsibility for this lies on no one's heads. This is not me saying, hey, if you'd have done... No, no, right? No, this is not on you. Uh, but, it, you know, it is, a, it is a need of mine, and it is often what has led me to... It's what leads me to quit solo projects very easily and then sort of... Um, uh, 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 sort of uh, uh, people, people. What am I trying to say? Projects with other people, co-piloted projects. I I can waver, but then I rely on the s sort of the shoulders of my friends to to sort of lean on when that happens. You know, when when I when I'm not strong, they can they, yeah they'll they'll help me carry on. Um, what? what, what? Uh, I I can only play a few songs in um in uh a few a few a few different keys because of my very as you've heard vastly limited guitar playing when you're that's it's too it's too that's too high isn't it on me when you're not strong now the problem is it's going to take me half an hour to get to an f oh that wasn't too bad 
I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on For it won't be long Till I'm gonna need Somebody to lean on You just call on me brother When you need a hand We all need somebody to lean on I just might have a problem And you'll understand We all need somebody to lean on Anyway, uh, that's nice, isn't it? Um, it's a nice song. It's a good song. I, that, I don't know if it'll be... It's probably A, actually, isn't it? Whoops. Lean on me When you're not... That'll be easier. Strong I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on For it won't be long Till I'm gonna need Somebody to lean on I will flatter myself in thinking that I have a decent enough voice uh, But I know it is sharply undercut by my awful guitar playing Um, Yeah, anyway I uh, Yeah, so I think when I have those kinds of projects where I have a co-host um, or, or or a collaborator, right? It's it's so much easier to be able to lean on them, and and also it's not just about leaning. It's also their you know their investment sort of helps as well, and and you know the 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 fact that they're into it, um, and and yeah, I, I I do find that, but I'm often you know it's often the case for me that I'm you know when when i waver if i'm with certain people because of the the way i work and whatever i tend to be the person who sort of propels things and so it's nice on occasion when uh, there are other people who will do the propelling you know car- carry you over the uh over the threshold for a little bit you know when you're when you're having those moments um which is why beware of the leopard is still going uh, you know, my Hitchhiker's show, uh, you know, we, we hit five years last last year. Uh, sorry, last month. Um, and we haven't been, you know, on, on air, as it were, for five years, but we have existed for that time and we're still making stuff. You know, we put out an episode last week um, and that happens because, like, I enjoy doing it and I'm really proud of it and I love when, when we get the odd message back and stuff and, and that's always meant a lot to me. Uh, and I, I've sort of had enough to sort of sustain me i think you know i i we we get a we get one or two every now and again and it's kind of enough to sustain me um but that is that is a, a big need for me um it's it is one of my needs and it's it's seldom met uh, and i think that's the problem with with a, you know a lot of this stuff is it's trying to it's it's ways it's trying to find ways to to reach out and with something like this, you know, I'm 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 having a lovely time right now. I'm sat here. I've got my guitar. I'm feeling, you know, quite nice. I if I could get it rigged up properly, I'd be on the piano and it would be much nicer. Um, but I I can't I can't get that rigged up at the moment. I I just I can't figure out um, the right cabling, uh, which is a shame. But I'd I'd go and I'd go and sit at the piano and have a, have another mic. It's actually already plugged into this to this gear here. Um, there's another mic sat by the piano waiting um, and uh yeah sadly um i mean the, the you know the other option is is go analog but then if i went analog i wouldn't be able to play i'd only be able to play the like eight different synth 
uh, pack, uh, which, what they're called patches. I'd only be able to play like one of the eight synth patches that, that come on this digital piano um, versus if I could plug it in via USB. Um, actually, one of two things would happen. If I plugged it in via USB, eh, just, just realizing now, if I plugged it in via USB, I'd have a problem because my amp is plugged in via USB. And if I pipe it through my um, digital audio work, sort of uh it's a fancy mixer uh if i piped it through my fancy digital mixer there'd be a delay um there's like a it's enough of a delay that it, it makes playing difficult uh it's like a 200 milliseconds which is significant um especially with a piano where i'm much more adept and, and can play a lot quicker uh having that kind of delay just because of the the, the tech of the way it all pipes through whereas if i did do it analog then yeah okay all right so i might i might think about that i might get a, see if i can get myself a couple of giant cables because it's nice when it's in stereo because then you get the the base of the piano is on the ponder left hand side and then the treble is ponder right hand side uh and and it sort of sounds quite nice and stereo although you wouldn't get that in the mp3 file anyway gosh but that might be a thing that we do at some point it's like a Evening, evening piano session. I, I may have mentioned before I did this during Pando times uh, for for my family. Um, I say for my family. It was again sort of for me, um, and I yeah, I did it for about eight weeks, and it was really lovely. It was a really sort of special little little moment. It was from about May to May to end of June, maybe. And I'd just sit and noodle and occasionally sing. Um, and it was all live streamed. So I had a, uh, this is when the piano was elsewhere. It was in my living room. And I had a, got a camera, got that all mounted and set up. And a little microphone in the mixer was all there. And yeah, it all sort of piped through quite nicely. Apart from one day where uh, <laughs> everybody could hear me singing, but couldn't hear the piano because I hadn't, set something up correctly uh so i was mortified um stopped the stream and, and came back a little bashful afterwards because i was just like oh no anyway so so yeah i think if i think that that's what you heard me sort of struggling with for a while was trying to find a way for this to be useful to you and to anyone who needs it and for it to meet my needs which are, you know, not just connection, but there are other needs as well, obviously. Um, but, you know, maybe a way of doing this is is popping in every now and again. Now, our friend, mutual friend, said, you know, lovely thing about having having built a body of work. I think I would feel better about that if there weren't, wasn't so much that felt sort of quite personally introspective. I don't have a problem with being personally introspective. Um, but I feel like if you kind of just want to turn it on and spend half an hour with with your boy, I'd like it to be a little less selfish from from my point of view. I'd like it to not be about me. I'd like it to just be let's spend some time together and talk about I don't know what. And that's the thing. That's the difficulty. It's not that I can't think of anything to talk about other than myself. Um, at least I hope not. But yeah, and I, I I came across this problem with um, doing Company Man before. Um, it's finding thing, it's finding stuff to to chat about that doesn't feel like it's just me wanging on about my own stuff. And this is what I'm doing now. So there you go. Eh, can never win. 
Any who's uh, let's get on to uh, the 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 not quite elephant in the room, but yeah. So this this friend of mine, this I, I would like to think become quite dear friend, um, <laughs> said something about uh, so I so so I conceived of a of a project earlier in the year that, that my plan was to bring some people together and help them learn some stuff and launch launch a thing and it would all be lovely and i had this idea and and i'm known in my in my circle as the guy who ships things and all that's all lovely and fine and i kind of think in these like i i've probably mentioned before like i think in these brands like i i think i sort of see see what it looks like and and then everything i'm trying to do from from then on is like make it look like the thing that's in my brain um, and so I, you know, I had the name and I started working on copy because I knew what the, uh, content was going to be because it's stuff that I do every day. Like that was, that was easy. Uh, the difficult stuff was, was all the other stuff. So, you know, wrote copy and did various other things and then brought it to my, my sort of group of people. And this is where the difficulty lies is that I've been in a community or been, been in a a huddle of people who are very cheerleady. Uh, I'm going to put the guitar down um, and I'm going to stop the buzzing in my ear. All right, let's, let's mount, let's mount this puppy. Um, there we go. Put her to bed for, uh, for an evening. Yeah, this, so this, this, this difficulty that I've had, um oh sorry getting distracted about all sorts of things um cat being one of them roscoe wants to have a conversation okay in my huddle there's this sort of great enthusiasm for for new projects and new ideas and a sense of uh like you know go just go go make it go do it now like what are you waiting for because my thing was i'm gonna hold off i'm gonna give it a couple of months um and sort of let it let it brew and i want to start it then and um you know i was gonna i think i, I conceived of it late february and i was like i want to I, I, i'm probably gonna start it in may something like that maybe even later um no, in fact, no, I think I stuck to my guns. I might have stuck to my guns and said May. Uh, and the feedback was like, why are you waiting so long? You should you should start it earlier, if anything. You should start it in April. Like, what? Okay, which is great, which is great. Um, and, and, you know, as I said, I'm pretty sure I, I sort of stuck to my, stuck to my thing. Um, and so then went and did a bunch of research and... Um, try to sort of find, like, ask questions and find out who. And, you know, I, I, it's all sorts of mistakes we can point out later. And this is part of my thing: is like everybody's got the things you should have done afterwards. No one, no one ever has the advice at the time. They've always got the advice afterwards, and that was partly what I think rankled with me a little bit today. Uh, with my with my friend who who said a very innocuous thing that just sort of cut to the bone, um, because and it cut to the bone because I felt 
it was true. I think if I if I really felt it wasn't true, it probably would have glanced off me. But there was this thing about uh, creating a dinner party and and you know um, not asking. Like I created a dinner party and didn't ask if anyone was free on that date or wanted a dinner party, which I don't know is entirely true. But I sort of saw enough truth in it that I was like, oh ah, ew, that's 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 wounded. That's a wound, and I know. Hello, you. If you are listening to this, just because I know you've you've listened to a couple recently, I know you had no intention of hurting me. Like, let's we know we know that, right? We're all friends here. Um, but it is just, I think it's interesting to talk about because obviously there is some some truth in that. Otherwise, it wouldn't have stung. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things, and this is not really the fault of the of the of the person what said this. At, well, it's not at all. This is just one of those added things. It's one of the things I noticed, and and found it very difficult to say to anyone. Which maybe what I'm saying it now is that thing I just said about like everyone's got the advice after the fact. Everyone can, as the Americans say, like Monday morning quarterback. You know what I mean? Like everyone can. Uh, can 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 tell you how you should have driven. I bet there's a, a more apt phrase for this, but you know, everyone can 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 teach you how you sh- how you should have flown the plane, um, but no one seems to be there whilst you're flying it. And that's that's just one of those weird things. Like hindsight is twenty twenty, all that stuff. And one of the things I sort of realised is people. I think people were invested in one of the reasons that that the shipping thing of me making stuff in you know with our within our little group is so interesting to them is there's there's a, a an ability there for people to sort of watch on the sidelines and watch this thing almost vicariously watch this thing sort of take take flight or not um but I'm the one who takes the risk and I'm the one who takes the fall when it doesn't work and I'm the one who actually feels that rejection or feels that sense of loss or has to grieve or whatever when the thing hasn't taken, you know, because I've, I've run an experiment and it's failed. Um, and it's it's like, I think that those watching sort of, there's a there's maybe a degree to which they feel a little bit of sympathy, but I think really there's, for, for those sort of that, that do watch, it's like getting to enjoy all the highs and the and the, the the energy, the shipping energy of creating a new thing, but not actually have to being able to shrug off. Ah, oh, that's a shame it didn't work. Anyway, I can get back to my own thing. And that's that's just human nature, right? That's not no one's no one's bad here, no one's wrong here, no one's doing anything wrong. Absolutely not. Right? That's that's just a human thing. You know, we've got our own stuff to deal with, much more important, bigger stuff. And so it is that thing like, yeah, I, I'm sort of entertainment for a bit. And then we can sort of choose to go, all right, well, you know, no one's, no one's, um, you know, uh, died or anything. We can, you know, I, 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 can, I can safely sort of put this away. I don't have to sit here with all this compassion for this dead project that, that didn't exist or that, that didn't take off. Um Whereas, you know, for me, it's like, yeah, I've I've just put a lot of work into this and it doesn't sound like a lot of time, but I work quite intensely. Uh, and I put a lot of myself and I put a lot of emotion into these things. Um, and so this sort of idea of, of creating, which was my big fear, was that I was going to create a dinner party um, and no one was going to come. And, you know, well, yeah, one of these pieces of feedback was perhaps... 
you didn't sort of ask a time, but then it's like, <sighs> I did. <laughs> or I, I said, this is when it's going to be, but like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a strange one. Um, because other, it's like, well, how do you do it otherwise? Because you're trying to find the people to come to the dinner party. I mean, there's, 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 you know, there's, there's, if we use this dinner party analogy, then you can, you can sort of say, well, it's only going to work if, you know, you can't invite strangers to a dinner party. And that's a fair, like, that's a fair cop. Um, and I think one of the things that people don't ask enough, and I'm really conscious of asking this now, and this is the, at the root of most things now. This And th this is the question to ask before the timing and before everything else. Okay, but who's going to come? No, really, who's going to come? Like, actually, not hypothetically, who is going to come? And and there's um, I'm helping someone with a project at the moment, which is very different from mine, but in, in structure is, or it's sort of in essence, is the same kind of thing. It's inviting people to a dinner party. We can, there's so much of this that we can work out later, but you know what? The first question, and not enough people ask this in the circles that I seem to to um, swim in. And I think it's because for them it's already answered, and so it doesn't always occur to them to ask this. Is who's going to come? Because you actually, yeah, you can't invite strangers to a dinner party. It doesn't work. Um, if you do it in, so there's um lovely sitcom called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, which ran for f four seasons. Um, and in the first one, it's it's like the second episode. And, and it's a trope that's been done, you know, it's been done on... Um, What's that one? Uh, how I how, how I met your mother. Uh, that was done in like episode two, I think, as well. Is the I'm going to throw a party so that this person shows up. So it's similar to that, and what what ends up happening is, as did with with my, my crazy ex or just crazy ex girlfriend is the main character i was working hard at a new york job making dough but it made me blue one day i was crying a lot and so i started to move to decided to move to west covina california brand new pals new career anyway sorry i'm singing you the theme song uh, but that's that like that's the story right she moves um and so she knows like three people now and one of them is the person spoiler alert that she definitely didn't move to uh this place in california to um or you know in order to to hook up with again um so she knows him she's met like a dude at a bar and she's got a new job so she's got uh one or two work acquaintances at this point and so it's then um there's this song i have friends i definitely have friends 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 friendly friends i have all the friends and so she starts listing off and it's like uh mailman um oh god what is the guy something with half an eyelid it's like a office office depot guy with half an eyelid something like that um supermarket guy like you know these are people i've met and i can invite to my party um and i think again what was what was sort of said about you you invited 
and 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 although I know I I know I bristled earlier and I said I sort of did, I can also cop to the fact that perhaps I didn't, or, or perhaps I did, and I made it very easy for that information to not be. Um, like it's not enough to to say something and just expect everybody to rem- remember that always. You know what I mean? Like if you don't actually convey information properly, uh, that's on me. Like that that's not me being passive aggressive. That's not one of those mealy apologies. Like. I may have said it. That doesn't mean that I communicated it, you know? Um, and, and there's all these things that are, when you are wounded because, you know, you threw this dinner party and no one came and you're sat there um, being all sad, um, you need a while before someone sort of sits down with you and sort of goes, Hey, mate, you know, like, if you want to do this again next time, then maybe think about this, that, and the other. And I think what is frustrating and has been frustrating is, again, like, historic, well, historically, but, like, this year, people have had lots, lots of people have had very good advice for me after the thing has fallen. It's like, might not have fallen or, you know, it might not have got off the ground yet because I might have spent more time. You know, and then it's it's like, well, you know, what 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 do you think we're for? We're supposed to be your friends. We're not here to be your actual advice advisory committee. You know, so there's all these different things that bounce around ahead. It's like it's no one's responsibility to furnish me with their insights and their information. Um, but it's just one of those weird, you know, weird things. Is we can always we can always see reasons why things have happened. Um, yeah, and so I think it, it like I said, it, it it's sort of stuck in my craw because I think, you know, deep down I I knew that was and it's just hard to be told you're done like even in the even in the kindest, most loving way, it's hard to be told like you done you done mess this one up. Um like it was a it was a good idea and I sort of I it, it was like I it's like I I touched a live wire and so I you know I I had no intention of touching it again and um but there's 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 you know I don't know there's something in me that that still wants to do the same kind of thing because I'm 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 after as the Irish would say I'm after um organizing another one um not anything like that but uh yeah trying to trying another thing next month well, uh, actually, it's November. It's one of those. Oddly enough, I've given it loads and loads and loads of time. Uh, we're in September now, and uh, yeah, I've put a thing up on Eventbrite um, that is shares some DNA with with what I've uh, with what I've been talking about. But is four weeks and um, pay what you can. So we'll see what that does to the graph. But um, yeah, it's this year, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like this one's been a, this one, this one, you know, it really has been for, for just trying to be a regular business Joe. It's been really tricky. I think for just, for, you know, and even having good ideas and having the right ideas and actually getting so much right. It's one of those really interesting things. I think about this a lot as uh, Chris Hardwick um has talked about this and other people have as well like how many things have to go right in order for a project to take off the like not even take off but just to be made you know if you think like films 
TV shows, how many things have to be basically perfect? You know, if you think about casting, it's so rare that you're like, that person's completely wrong. What are they doing in that role? That's weird. Like, you know, it's it's so few times where you sort of see something, you go, oh, that didn't, yeah, that didn't work. They tried something there and that didn't work. Like, they spend so much time. Well, it's not that they spend time. So many projects get rejected because they're not quite right. Or, or there's maybe something that's very similar, but they've cracked that little piece that you haven't. And it's like, well, they, you know, that's the one that gets made. And that's like, that. this isn't me um, complaining. Like, that's, that's, I find it fascinating. Um, and I think it's really, useful to hold on to that thought of like how much it takes to make something how many you know moving parts or like yeah how many things have to go right and i did lots of things right with that particular project but one or two you know fundamental things and it's and it's it hurts because it's like because that's the hardest to fix. Well, for me, it feels like the hardest to fix. It's like, I can create a thing. I can come up with an idea. Got them for days. <laughs> I've got a great idea for a... Um, and I, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, uh, the the idea anyway. Uh, and I, it was only recently, uh, a couple of days ago, I was like, actually, this genuinely would legit make a good podcast. But I was just fascinated with this thought of how many lives it takes to make one life to sustain one life you know like little things like milk you know you need you have a glass of milk for your tea or just for your cereal or whatever there's the person who delivered you know there's the the milk delivery person there's the person there's the way that the milk got into the bottles there's the there's the person who milked or the machine who milked the cow, there's the people who, I mean, you know, don't necessarily need to go far as back as far as, far back as like the people who made the machines. That might be too many uh, layers deep, but like the people who installed the machines and the, and the, and, and the farmers who run them and the, the, you know, the supermarket chains that, that sell the milk, you know, cause I was there, I was thinking milk delivery, you know, like milk, milk, milkman which we don't really have anymore um but you know like all the people in the supermarket chain all the way through that and then the person at the checkout the person who stocked the milk all these things have to happen and that's just milk right you think about a smartphone and that's that's the first thing that that, you know, that popped into my head that's a thing that enables us to communicate with other humans, but how many humans does it take to make that smartphone? And maybe, you know, because I found it really tricky because it's like, yeah, where do you stop? Do you know what I mean? And it's, I find that wonderful. I find that such a wonderful interconnecting thought. How many people does it take to sustain a human life? And, and you know, okay, maybe we, we don't say that, um, 
that smartphones sustain a human life but like yeah food and i would i'd have to say clothing because without clothing you'd shiver away and you'd be cold and you'd 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 get hypothermia right um all those things people you know what it takes to build houses and electricity i i there's a couple of ways of looking at this i think you know you can look at that and be completely dumbstruck and 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 you know find it very difficult to comprehend and it is but I find joy in that. I find joy in that in that complexity and that interconnectedness. How fascinating would it be to find two people who would find people where they sort of inter, intersect in this weird way that you didn't realize that the person who designed the uh, the label for a microchip that goes into your microwave is also the person that invented i don't you know just like how amazing would it be to find that there's these nexus people um i thought about that as a as a podcast idea and i'd love to do it and i, I was just as i was talking through it now it's like actually the way you have to do this is you have to t- you you do it in series form and you do like however many episodes i always think in like 12 or 24 so you do 24 episodes and it's all on like yeah milk you know uh, or, or yeah, just like tea. Let's say tea, because that's just nice, right? How many different people does it take to make to make a? Hey, how many? Yeah, what is it? How many people does it take to make a? I mean, obviously the 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 one that you go for here is surely is light bulb, right? So you do that. You do the series. You do series one based on light bulb. Surely that's how you do it. Um, how many people does it take to change a light bulb? Well. It's, want to change it and then the then we look at the light bulb that that you've bought right you the supermarket and all the way back and i yeah i i think i find that wonderful and it gets me really excited um whether i'll do it is is a is a whole nother matter um but all of that to sort of say like your boy's got ideas for days that's not the problem the problem is i can throw as many dinner parties as, as i like but if you don't have that connection, if you don't have that, uh, yeah, connection with people to that that are interested in these things or interested in you and invested in you in some way, who like you and who are, you know, along for the ride or whatever, then it's like, yeah, how you're just going to be throwing a dinner party for for people and i think wouldn't it be interesting to have an idea for a project let's say that you know the, the thing i was going to do this this you know multi-week program i was going to run whatever um and actually just spend a year just making connections just um building that audience just serving an audience I mean, the idea of it feels exhausting to me because I, I want to make things. That's what I want to do. I want to make the things. Um, and, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, sorry, I just had quite a, quite a remarkable, um, interesting text from, from a friend of the show, Brendan. So I'm going to go and, and, and read that, but, um, Listen, uh, I hope this was a good ramble. And Anya, 
my dear friend. Um, I I trust you enough, and I think I I I know you well enough to sort of feel okay having had this sort of candid conversation because you and I both know we're just made of love, right? That's that's what that's what we are. Um, and so yeah, as as much as I'm like, and oh, no, that hurt my my teeny little feelings. Um, you 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 get it. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I sort of felt I felt the need to to kind of say that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, ego's a funny thing, isn't it? (laughs) And my, oh my, do I have an ego? I used to think, I used to sort of equate ego with arrogance and it's like, it really isn't, is it? It's, it's just, it's about a sort of a need, a need for the self is, is how I think about it. Um, and mine, mine is capacious. Um, I think I used to be arrogant and I, I'm sure that I'm sure there are still vestiges, if not outright, you know, stark, stark examples of my arrogance, but I would like to think that I'm not, um, but I do, yeah, I think I do have a very large ego. Um, anyway, weird point to leave it on. Listen, thank you for spending uh, this last 45 some odd minutes with me. Um, we might do a little bit of music again tomorrow, if that's all right. Uh, we'll, we'll round this off and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put a pin in it and, and we, you know, we'll, we'll make no firm plans. Um, but uh, until tomorrow, may I please remind you that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are safe. And you are welcome.